Today on From A to Ziggy, woof woof, bow wow, it's Diamond Dogs. Welcome to From A to Ziggy, this is the podcast in which we listen to every single David Bowie song, even the good ones, in alphabetical order. My name is Thomas, and I'm joined today by the hosts of Breaking Glass, the David Bowie catalog, Adam and Mike. Hello. Hello, Sorry, we're back. Yes, but this is the last one we're doing, so you're all right. Now, you guys have the advantage with your show of actually appearing in iTunes when someone searches for David Bowie. I did realize that because even even just having Bowie in the title still doesn't get us up that much. So I've had to make sure whenever we write a synopsis, mention David Bowie as much as you can. That's how you get found. I okay. I'm taking notes right now. <laughs> I have learned a lot through our discussions today, and I hope to uh, continue learning <laughs> even more. You are intensely polite. <laughs> As we discuss, Diamond Dogs, a rather popular song. Yeah. No, you. It's a high stakes one. A single and the title track from 1974. What do you guys think of uh, Diamond Dogs? Well, it didn't do too well when it was first brought out as a single. It only hit number 21 in the UK. And by that point, Bowie was getting number ones, number one albums, number one singles. So I think it was Visconti who actually said, I had no idea why they released it that as a single. It's an odd choice. as It's, it's, it's a fairly long song in its full form. Uh, I don't think it was a single at all in the US either. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, well, people put it down to the fact it's quite a bleak song. Just for, it's more of a content of it, and it's as I say, it's a long song. So, and I don't think they released. I think even the single version was still ran at like four and a half minutes. Doesn't so, have a. It doesn't. I suppose it doesn't really have much of a hook either. No, it's a, like I'm scanning my brain here trying to remember what the chorus sounds like. Young girls. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but it's brief. It's not that. It's not as catchy as some of his other it's very, choruses. It, the, Rebel Rebel has a more identifiable chorus, as does 1984. Yeah. And a hook, a riff. Yeah, yeah. The Rebel Rebel, Rebel is more riff-based. Yeah. It sort of gets into your head. Mm. This is kind of a uh, kind of a manifesto for the for the for the whole album. You know, as is appropriate for the title track. It kind of sets the stage. Mm. Um, it's immediately preceded by future legend that sort of sets the stage of hunger city and then diamond dogs brings you into the city and, and gives you this apocalyptic view of and of some of the characters and some of the settings yeah you, you get introduced to halloween jack he's a real cool cat he's basically ziggy with an eye patch yeah um is that you ziggy no <laughs> i think you'll find madam <laughs> uh yeah and he lives on top of manhattan chase and he slides down a rope and onto his horse to ride the streets. Mm. It's amazing that the Orwell estate turned him down, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yesterday we were talking about this, and Mike suggested that Diamond Dogs would be a stronger album opener than Future Legend. Yeah, which is really? a bit odd, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, you put it on, man, you just go that, <laughs> and then the, he doesn't really say much. If he doesn't say in Diamond Dogs, then. No. So he just introduces Hunger City and the peopleoids and, and the rats on the back rats of and cats. rats and cats the size. Yeah, just yeah, I could do without Future Legends. Yeah, but Diamond Dogs, I think, is blinder. Oh, I love. I think Diamond it's Dogs. really sleazy. Yeah, that the riff is great. And it's the, the cowbell, outstanding. The like, the, it oozes sex. I think mm. 
but not edifying Gross. sex, horrible sex, <laughs> grubby sex. Mm. It's a very sleazy record. Yeah. Now, Adam, you said he he's riding his horse down the streets. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's why. Mike, you said he. It's now, I always heard uh, meet his little hussy. Is that the line you're referring to? Like, is it? I can't remember. Is it meet his little horsey? You get the lyrics. I'm trying. Whatever it is, I think I like that better. It's a completely new interpretation for me. This is a very good chance I've misheard it. but uh, There's a brand new relationship between Halloween Jack and this, this character <laughs> that I'm completely rethinking. Or maybe I don't have to. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's exactly the way I thought it was. What's the line you're after? You can have a quick look. Yeah. I can't remember whereabouts in the song it says they're so tiny give it here <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> you specs my, my eyes are dusting yeah there's a little hussy yeah yeah I was so tiny what is that horsey I heard horsey <laughs> little horsey it must be a British accent <laughs> Tarsy is the name <laughs> of the horse yeah go 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 man go <laughs> faster you idiots <laughs> In all these years, have you been believing Halloween Jack had a tiny horse? I'm not going to lie, I only actually listened to the lyrics yesterday. Oh, right. Yeah. I've always just, it's it one really of those songs I just let the lyrics wash over me. Exactly. It really is more impressionistic mm-hmm. than anything. Meets his little hussy with his ghost out of, that's really amused me. <laughs> Meets his little horsey. So that's Breaking Glass uh, <laughs> podcast for really in-depth, yeah. knowledgeable <laughs> no, I've, <laughs> I've, I've found through doing this that there's a whole lot that I do not know about David Bowie oh, and his oh, songs. We thought we were well informed until we started this project, and with the depth of my own ignorance, astonishes me. Yeah, you're, you're yes. really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn it! Where's my little horse? <laughs> I've just slid down this rope from the top of Manhattan Chase. How better to command Hunger City <laughs> than from astride my tiny horse? Come on, Tarzi, hurry up. Where is my eye patch? <laughs> You'll know I'm seeing. So, Halloween Jack was one of his less successful. Not even being facetious, it's just Ziggy with an eye patch mm. and some big boots. Where the eye patch? Yeah, it wasn't a great character. No. Well, not unlike Aladdin Sane was. Just Ziggy with a with new makeup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Ziggy in a different country. He couldn't even bother to get a haircut. No. Exactly. He just put a bit of blob or something. Just put, just put some glasses on. I'm Bill now. <laughs> All right, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but the, this persona didn't really last very long either. It, 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 it sort of fades into the blue-eyed soul Bowie pretty soon. Yeah. He didn't even get a chance to perform as Halloween Jack. I think the only time he was Halloween Jack was on that uh, the German version of Top of the Pops where they took the Rebel Rebel video off from. Das, Top of Pops. <laughs> das is Top of Pops, yes? Das is Pops. How, how did he tour this album? Cause I, well, it's I, David Live. Yeah, but I mean, what he will have wanted to do and what he's actually done, I would imagine that there is a chasm between those two things. Yes. Because he was a man with... Huge ambition for a live show. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he could have afforded it. Especially this one. Have you guys checked out the Who Can I Be Now box set yet? No. Yeah, I've listened I, to it online. I hesitated on, on purchasing it, but I finally did. Oh, yeah? There's, there's of course, Halloween Jack. I don't know if it's showing up. 
Amazing. Yep. Don't look um, anything but, like Ziggy. <laughs> but there was... You asked how did he tour this thing. It was actually pretty elaborate. And the uh, tragedy is there's not a whole lot of uh, footage, film or mm-hmm. you know, photographs from the actual tour itself. But there was this huge Hunger City set, mm. moving pieces and props and stage sets. And Where's the tiny horse? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right there, right there behind the piano. So wasn't it that tour where he... Because when he went to the States with it, he got so into the, the, you know, the soul side of it, he just started slowly stripping the whole thing back. So it went from exactly. being Diamond Dogs with massive sets to essentially just spotlights, and he started getting more soul-infused as the tour exactly. actually went on. It sort of morphed midway from the Diamond Dogs tour to the second leg of it being the Philly Dogs tour. Yeah. Was the name of it. Can you imagine it, like an artist having the balls to do that now? Like having sold out an entire concert. Yes. And then Kanye West. No, he he likes to stick to his <laughs> idea. He's got that he's got that floating but he stage. Has so he's many use. ideas. Other than that though. No. No. Who has a chutzpah to do that? You be Exactly. Bowie. Valid point. Nobody. Only an artist with a ten inch stump. Uh yeah, so this the uh the lyrics are kind of apocalyptic, right? You've got these uh these these Todd Browning type circus freak characters yeah. with all kinds of warped appendages. Three legged dogs, apparently. Or dog people, as the cover would lead you to believe. It always kind of reminds me of I Am Legend, which I imagine he probably would have read as he was big into sci fi novels. Sure. Really good, I imagine. Mm. It bears very little relation to the film that came out. Oh, I can imagine. Absolutely nothing like it. I still have to read it. I've 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 heard the white zombie song but not read the book. <laughs> it's good. The white zombie song is basically the cliff notes of the I was gonna say, yeah, it yeah. sums up for you. See the on the actual cover I really like the Bowie logo. Yeah, the Bowie logo rocks. I like the whole strangest living curiosities bit on the back, but <laughs> these things Yeah, the the, the chubby imps. To be honest, they let it down. Yeah. The rest of it. Oh, the Diamond Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Really strong album cover, apart from their. their, their, This bikini thing. They've got wonky faces. Yeah, it doesn't work. Nah. The rest of it, though, brilliant. Those are his little hussies, right? Or his little horsies. There you go. That's it. That's Tarzi and her sister, Barbara. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) So, Diamond Dogs. Yeah. Um. With these, with these classic songs, these these ones that are just so iconic, it's hard to to really know what to say, what what more to say about them. I mean, um, well, as you said, they've been. It's, it's not like an undiscovered gem or something mm-hmm. that you can tear into. It is iconic. The full album version does go on a bit too long. You could probably easily cut a minute out of it. Sure, which which is done frequently with the. Uh, there's the radio edits. Yeah. Even on the uh, even on the three CD compendium, nothing has changed. Mm. They uh, they slightly trim it down just a little bit. It yeah. fades out a little earlier. Because the outro, because even as good as the the riff is and just the bass line was awesome, mm. swagatastic. It just <laughs> the last minute. It just it's just the same piece of music for like a minute. And yeah, you do. After a while, it's like. 
rap, you got a great song. Just wrap, wrap it up now. It's just starting to get a little bit. Come on, Dave. Bring it on home. <laughs> Land this mother. Yeah, which is, I mean, I think it, it's sort of, it's there to set the stage for this album. And there's a lot coming up on the album. I think the sweet thing, sweet, is going to come up right after this. So it's yeah. it's sort of getting setting the stage for something a little more elaborate or slow or involved. But yeah, it does it does go on. It's hard to just put this one on and, and be done with it. Mm. This is one where a, a little trim does help out. Yeah. I haven't really got any criticisms of it. I mean, I think you're... you're oh, no, that's you're quite point, closest to... Fair. That's the closest I have to a criticism of it, really. I think it's pretty much a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, it, as far as I'm concerned, it dicks all over... Rebel Rebel. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Which is just a sort Superior of... Song. It's like rock by numbers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Diamond Dogs has got, as you say, some actual genuine swagger to it. Yeah. And it sounds like he's finally getting away from glam on this and he's going towards bluesy, heavier rock. Yeah, which he then <laughs> abandons wholesale... With Rebel Rebel. But before the tour is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh yeah, the, the little factoid I had about the crowd at the start is actually nicked from a Faces live album. <laughs> legend has it I couldn't hear it listening to it with these open ears listening to every lyric apparently you can just about hear Rod Stewart shout oi oi to the crowd as the guitar kicks in you were distracted by the <laughs> neighing <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is that added in not the last time that uh, a live audience track would be flown in from another artist's recording either because there's the uh Queen sample somewhere on the outside album hmm. where you hear is it Freddie Mercury or does Brian May scream give it to me one more time um, uh, do you know what I'm saying? Is, is it Queen or is it it might be another band but which song's that on the outside yeah. I'm blanking out on it now um, we should run to Wikipedia yeah yeah <laughs> one of our sources don't give our sources away. No, it, it's it's an unanswerable question. The no one, there's there's no possible way on earth to answer I've, this question. It'll just be, have to be a mystery. I've looked on both websites on the internet and I couldn't find anything. It won't be in the magazine you're reading, Adam. It's about outside. <laughs> Might be. Put it down, we're recording a podcast. Oh, look, nobody mentions Queen, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Masterpiece, I've, I've heard the word Masterpiece gets thrown around a bit, has been at least once tonight. Was that your fault? Uh, did I say that? That was, that was me, that one's on me. You, you were the guy with the tiny horses, that was, yeah, lest that was, we I, forget. That guy. I do think this is a Bowie Masterpiece. Mm. I think some of his... It's a perfect example of what it is, sort of sleazy rock and roll. Yep. And I think he's, it's not as silly as some of the glamour stuff. No, definitely not. It's it's darker. Mm-hmm. I like it a, a great deal. I really do think it's quite special. So a solid free from you then. <laughs> do you know what? I don't know how casually Thomas can awards fives. <laughs> But I, I'll uh, be that guy. I'll, feel, I'll say it's a five. Feel free. This is this is your own. This is your own scale. Five. Yeah. Yeah, five. I, I'm gonna go with a four, just because I, just, I'm I'm more. I, I dole my fives out a bit less. Oh, I'll, I'll throw them out. 
Much like I'm, e- I'm equally generous with ones and twos, to be Clearly, honest. Clearly, so. as we had a couple episodes ago. <laughs> if you've got a five-point scale system, use all the numbers. Don't just sit in two, three, and four. It's five. <laughs> For me. You're saying four. Thomas? I give it a four. This is a four for me. Yeah. Again, it's it's all subjective, and it's uh, this is just one that um, that I I like. You know, I'll listen to it and really get into it, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't touch me on like a spiritual level or whatever the transcendent level is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those ones where I always love it when it's on, and I really get into it but it's not one of those songs when I think one of my favourite Bowie songs I don't all automatically think Diamond Dogs no. it's not up there with those ones Like it's not up there with the Stations to Stations and, and the um, no it isn't and Shining Star I don't <laughs> <coughs> those S songs I like Shining Star Shining Star you can't you can't throw Shining Star out in the same breath as Station <laughs> to Station can it's an S I know it's an S mm-hmm I just, it, it's not, in, would you say it's in the same league? Depends on Moon I'm in. Ugh. <laughs> it's got Mickey Rook on it. That doesn't sell it! <laughs> Guest starring Mickey Rook on an album. No. Mickey Rook sounding as American as you can possibly sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sounding really happy to be there. <laughs> was that the, the point where he just wasn't getting work, or is this when he's at his zenith? That's in his zenith. Wow. That would be on a sticker before like, featuring <laughs> Mickey Rourke at his zenith. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. And before he went, did a load of boxing and plastic surgery. Yep. And then just started appearing in films as Mickey Rourke. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for him. I mean, yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. So you're sticking at four. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I totally take your point. It is not a song that I think of as fondly as Rock and Roll Suicide, for example, Mm -hmm. which we just finished discussing the other day. Yeah. In terms of something that actually moves me, but I think it is a perfect example of the form. Oh, yeah, no. He he nailed the craft of writing a rock song. Yeah, totally. Before he then abandoned rock for probably 20 years or so. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else about Diamond Dogs before we close it out, guys? I'm spent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I don't think I've been after like more. pitching my vociferous defence of it <laughs> uh, yeah I'm good you done I'm done yeah okay. empty yeah nothing I think I, we're actually it's covered. great it's really good yeah no it's great it's very good yeah yes yes, yes. yes. that'll yeah. do yeah that'll do I just want to name check a uh, quick real quick uh, an artist that we bring up a lot in uh, tangents on this show there's a Beck cover of this song that appears in the movie Moulin Rouge. Oh yes. Uh, oh my word, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Which is pretty great. Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think it's his team up with the with producer Timbaland. Oh yeah. That's uh, quite nice. And then you got uh, Bowie doing Nature Boy on that as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I really like that. And Ewan McGregor and co-star Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman doing Heroes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Simmer down. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you guys once again for coming on. This has been edifying and educational. (laughs) So polite. Your pretty, pretty lies. (laughs) (laughs) 
it has been a pleasure. It's been our pleasure. It has been for you. I imagine it's been tolerable. (laughs) (laughs) Might require a lot of editing. Yes. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Would you guys once more like to plug your your own podcast? Anything else you're doing online? Yeah. So if you if you fancy listening to uh, our bobbins as well um we are breaking glass the bowie catalog you can find us on itunes uh, stitcher and soundcloud and we're also on twitter and facebook and our email is breakingglasspod at gmail.com yeah we come over we we discuss every album in turn we have the great game where we play guess which album is gonna guess point which song the shows where he's going yes yeah, yeah and then yeah and hopefully we'll be doing a bit more on socials soon to uh Hopefully, uh, bring audience in. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's and and there we'll make all our millions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Any day now. That's when all the podcast dollar comes. Oh around yeah. Again. And uh, oh, thank you for reminding me too. All this we're gradually over these over the week uh, expanding this the whole admin section. You're reminding me of the the other bits and pieces to put into my my own closeout. So uh, from me to Ziggy, you can follow on Twitter and from and. Uh, Facebook, uh, podcast at fromadaziggy.com if you want to send us an email. We are also on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play. And uh, you can subscribe and leave a rating uh, if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, don't. You don't know as I Just Just never go on Reddit and read about <laughs> yourself. God. It was a dark day, wasn't it? That was a, that was a dark day of a soul. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh. I've just discovered this this thing called Reddit. It's great if you need technical help with something, but if you uh, want to look into people's opinions on your media, humble efforts. Yes, you are, you know, out of the out of the back garage. I just, I didn't think we were hurting anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we were hurting. We, you and I were bringing down a titan's legacy. Piece I, by piece. I thought we were just talking about songs that most people agree are very good. <laughs> and a lot of people don't, who are Bowie fans don't even listen to. Like, ourselves included. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey-ho. Anyway, no one died. Well. <laughs> and a bit of me did. <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly the, the only people putting out uh, Bowie podcasts are the unfaithful. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 We couldn't possibly have any you know, reason to do it or, you know... No, no, this has all been an elaborate sort of charade to take him down. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw when the, when the man died, uh, I was pleased, and then I saw <laughs> that people were upset about it, and I thought, no. He needs taking down a peg or two. That's what I need to happen. His legacy needs besmirching, mm. and I am just the besmircher. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ludicrous. We love him. Yeah, okay. He's <laughs> I, the only famous person that elicited a bit of weeping. Yep. Sobbing on my end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, a, that was a horrible day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Wildlife was not a good choice of first song to listen to after. Oh, Lord, but, no. Yeah. I mean, you could have done the laughing gnome and ease yourself in and go, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Ups and downs. Swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys once again. Um,. And I guess you guys are heading out to the pub for a bit more Bowie discussion and recording. Very probably, yes. Well, I mean, it's 10 to 8 our end, so the sun's past the yard arm. So. <laughs>
All right. Well, I wish you a good weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks for the invite. Uh, yeah. If you ever, ever fancy having us back on, <laughs> just give us a shout. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. See how these go in terms of your ratings. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. yeah. It's the lead weight of the middle of a rubber sheet that is your <laughs> listening figures. That's us. We'll see how all other all five other listeners respond. <laughs> you have five. <laughs> oh, we got two. It's one of my mum. And your mum won't listen to him, passes again. No. <laughs> okay. Well met. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Tom. Have a good night. You too. Cheerio. Cheers. Well, there you go. I would like to thank my guests once again, Adam and Mike from Breaking Glass, the Bowie catalog. You can find them once again on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and Facebook and Twitter. Tune in next week for your regularly scheduled program. Travis will be returning and we'll be discussing Did You Ever Have a Dream?